Hello, and welcome to the second episode of Emerald in the Rough. So, today, for this episode, we will be talking, well, I will be talking, I mean, you can talk if you want, but, like, I can't hear you, so you're kind of just talking to yourself. Although I talk to myself, so I really can't judge. Anyway, in this episode, I will be talking about some scary ghost paranormal encounters that I've had. Now, I know not everybody believes in ghosts and such, and, you know, spirits and the afterworld, whatever. Um, but, I mean, I don't... I don't really know what I believe. Um, I mean, I'm not all, like, religious and, you know, God and everything. Like, God this and religion that. But, like, in my opinion, I guess it's, like, kind of naive if we were to believe that there's nothing more superior than us. You know, for us to believe that we truly are the superior thing in the entire universe it would be kind of naive of us so that's kind of where I stand on that uh with the ghosts on the other hand I I'm not really sure I feel like a lot of people don't you know they don't believe in ghosts but there's just something about about the idea that I guess I like, you know, I like the whole mystery element, the whole not knowing what's going to happen next, and that's honestly, like, part of the reason I like watching drama TV, but with ghosts, you know, it's more real, so I'm not sure really if it's, you know, my brain genuinely believes that there's something out there, or if it's just my my brain being bored, and trying to trick myself into thinking that they, that it is so that my brain is occupied, you know? Um, but I, uh, my brain seems to think that they exist. So I don't know if I actually do or if it's just, you know, I'm bored. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be telling some stories. Uh, I'll be talking about um, just a little bit more about where I stand on the whole spiritual thing. Uh, I might also talk about zodiac signs a little bit. Just a little bit, I don't know. Um, so first, uh, first story, I guess. Um, so I was hanging out with one of my cousins. I have so many cousins, like a ridiculous amount. And I was hanging out with one of them. She's, I think, like two years older than me or so. And we were at... So, like, my parents split up, and we were at my mom's house, and we had a crawl space. So, you'd go into the basement, and then under the basement stairs, and then it led to a little crawl space room. So, me and her, we went down there, and it was, you know, it was, you know, it was whatever. It was it was cool, but it was kind of creepy, you know, and I kind of like the creepy stuff, so I thought, you know, this is cool. Um... I actually sat on a thumbtack. It was the first time I've ever sat on something that, like, stabbed me. And it's weird. It didn't hurt. But, like, I got up, and she's like, dude, you have a thumbtack in your butt. And I was like, oh? Like, I didn't even notice it at first. But then, you know, I I pulled it out of my butt because, you know, don't want to leave that in there. Anyway, so 
then, so we went down there, and there were these little, uh, I guess they were, like, so, I don't know if the house had recently had renovations or what, because we had just moved in, but there were these little plastic pieces, almost, like, they looked kind of like the, they almost looked like they were for, like, the frame of a window, almost, and they were plastic, and, like, clearly they were just, like, extras of some sort. And, you know, we looked at them, and it was just, it was just, like, blank plastic. No designs or writing or anything on them. It was, it was plain. It was, they were, like, off-white almost. And it was, you know, it was just, like, whatever. We went out. And, you know, we went in there a couple of times after that. We would hang out down there sometimes. Uh, but then one day, so this was, like, in my basement. And, so it was in the basement. And... My mom ended up renting out the basement. So people went down there and they lived down there. And they ended up putting a shelf in front of the opening to the crawl space. So we couldn't go in there anymore. And nobody went in there for like six months. Nobody, not a single soul. Like nobody went in, not a human. Nobody went in. And then it got to the point where there was like some insulation in the roof just over the crawl space that was like starting to fall down. So it made it really hard to get in there, even if you wanted to. Uh, so it's like six months later, right? And nobody had gone in there in months. And the, like some of the last people in there was me and my cousin. So we finally decided one day to go in. Uh, we moved the giant shelf out of the way and we crawled under the insulation and we got in, you know, and I was like, oh my god, that's, that's so, like, weird, you know, I was just, I was, my brain, I thought my brain was, like, playing jokes on me, because it just, it, you know, it really, like, I got in there, and all of a sudden it was, like, colder for me, and it just, it felt eerie, and it felt weird, and, you know, we're sitting down there, we sat down there for maybe, like, a minute and 30 seconds before I noticed that something was off. And I looked over, and there, those pieces of plastic from the window, like from the construction, they were still there. But this time, when I looked at them, there was writing on them. And oh my god, I, I still, like, I still get goosebumps just thinking about it. I, I noticed that there was, like, writing on them, so I looked at them. And all of the different pieces had something written on them. And, it, and it, it was so creepy. It was like, okay, so one of them said, like, it was, it was so weird. Like, wh who, even if it was a human, who, who writes this on things? But it said, Mr. Closet. Mrs. Closet. Mr. Behind Door. Mrs. Behind Door, right? Just trying to get in. Like, there's a closet with creepy people, you know? Like, whatever. Like, Mr. and Mrs. Closet. And, like, what the heck? That is so genuinely terrifying I literally oh my god it was the scariest thing and I showed it to my cousin and we both just like ran and then she'd like oh she tried to like turn off the light on her way up the stairs out of the basement and try and like scare me and I was like okay hon I'm already scared enough you don't you don't need to do that <laughs> and oh it was just so terrifying see that's the thing Every single one of my mom's houses that I've lived in, they have all been haunted, I think. 
so that was the main story from that house. Uh, another story from that house. Uh, I was home alone. Uh, my sister and my mom went out for sushi with my mom's friend. And I was home alone. And I was sitting in my mom's room. I wasn't in my room. I don't really remember why. I think I was like, honestly, I think I was just snooping through her room. But anyway, finally, I was just, I was w sitting down watching YouTube on her bed because she's like a big, comfortable bed. And all of it, like, okay, there's like no AC or fan in her room. And all of the windows upstairs were closed. And she had a, like, a metal hanger on her door. And all of a sudden, like, the door wasn't moving, but just the metal hanger was going, like, back and forth and kind of hitting against the door. And I was like, okay, whatever. You know, at first I thought maybe one of the other windows was open because I hadn't checked yet. And I was like, okay, whatever. I went and checked and all the windows were closed. And so I thought, okay, that's a little bit weird, but whatever. I sat in bed, in her bed again, and I, did, I was continued watching what I was watching. When all of a sudden... The door itself started moving back and forth. And it wasn't like it was all the way open and then all the way closed. But it was like a four inch span from where I put it. Like where I stopped the door. It was like a four inch span. And it was just really quickly going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And I was like, okay, doors are not supposed to do that. And I was honestly scared because I thought, okay, like, that's the only doorway out of this room. If there really is some kind of ghost or whatever there, then, like, I don't want to have to walk by it. It's going to, like, possess me and hurt me. I don't want that. So, my mind was just like, you know what? Just distract the ghost. So, obviously, me, being the dumb person I am, actually tried to distract the, the ghost and I threw a book at the wall. <laughs> and I thought, oh, maybe the ghost will go over there and try to pick up the book. I thought that, you know, like, maybe just get the ghost away from the door long enough for me to run the hell out of there. But, yeah, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't work. But anyway, eventually the door opened all the way and then it stopped moving. So I grabbed my phone and I grabbed my mom's, like, she had, we had, like, a home phone, like, a landline. We grabbed it, and I ran outside and hid in the garage until they got back. Because I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm not going back in there until I have, like, adults keeping me safe. I'm too scared for that. And honestly, I just, ugh. And it was, like, an hour I just spent in my garage. And, it, like, my friend came over, and she was walking, like, down the road, and she saw me. And she's like, so... Why are you in your garage? And I was just like, ah, just, you know, same old, same old. Just ghost in my house trying to kill me. <sighs> Nothing new. <laughs> and she was like, okay. And then we hung out a little bit, but then, you know, she had to go. But yeah, it was, it was, oh, it was so creepy. It was so creepy. And okay. So not the first house I ever lived in, but the second one. Okay, I lived in a house when I was, like, first born, but I moved out of that house when I think... I was think I was, like, less than a year old. I'm not really sure, but I'm pretty sure I was less than a year old. And I moved into this house, and it was, like, a townhouse. And, you know, it was, it was really nice. And I still remember to this day 
having two imaginary friends. But, like, it's weird because, like, my mom says that, like, there were never actually people there. But in my head, I don't remember them as imaginary friends. In my head, I genuinely remember them as real people. Like, my actual friends. And it's so weird. It was it was Penny, this, like, little girl. She's, like, I think she was, like, four. And she has blonde pigtails. Her name's Penny. And it's weird. Like, she's wearing this little, like, pink pinkish reddish colored like fluffy dress and these little white sandals right like I I remember her so vividly and she oh and it was it was it's so creepy because I still have dreams sometimes and Penny is like one of the background characters you know like when you have a dream or whatever and you have like a bunch of background characters that aren't like main characters in your dream or whatever Penny is almost always in my dreams and it is so creepy and it's weird because she kind of looks like a young version of me like I've seen pictures from when I was like a toddler and Penny looks so similar so I don't really know if it was like a ghost or whatever or maybe my mind is just trying to play tricks on me making me remember things that didn't actually happen you know like it looks just like me so maybe that's what it is I don't know but anyway so there was Penny and there was also uh Jessica and she was a like a like a middle-aged woman not middle-aged I don't know what middle age is if I'm being honest I don't know if that's like 30 or 20 I don't know Okay she looked like she was probably like early 20s in her early 20s she had black hair bright li- red lipstick like she looked like she was from I don't want to say the wrong era, but you know, like, the waiter, or the waitresses, and they wear, like, the, the poofy sleeved dresses with the little aprons, and, like, sometimes they even had, like, the rollerblades on, or whatever, I want to say the 50s or the 60s, and they have, like, that big poofy hair, and, like, the bright makeup, like, the bright lipstick, she looks like one of those girls, and, It's weird because Jessica and Penny never got along. Like, ever. They, like, literally, like, if I was... It's just weird to say this because they're not real people, but if I was, like, hanging out with Penny or whatever, and then Jessica came, then Penny would leave, right? It it was so weird. Um, ugh. And... There's another story I have. What story is it? Right. So, I'm sitting in my room and I'm I'm at this house with Penny and Jessica. And I'm I'm sitting in my room upstairs. And I'm with my friend, right? And she's she's hanging out like we're like probably like 7 when this happened. And We're, like, home alone. I don't know why my mom left me home alone. I really don't. It was probably not smart. We were literally, like, seven. But anyway, we're sitting in my room, and, like, we were doing arts and crafts or whatever, and we hear this bang come from downstairs. And me and her, we're just like, okay, we're, if that's a person, 
Like, we need a way to defend ourselves. We didn't have, like, any, like, weapons or anything. I mean, obviously not. We're seven-year-olds. But my... At the, so my bedroom was at the end of one of the hallway and at the other end was the bathroom. So we ran to the bathroom and shut the door and <laughs> we broke, we both grabbed like shaving razors, like to shave, you know, we both grabbed razors and we opened the door and went downstairs <laughs> and we, we genuinely thought like if somebody was coming after us, we just cut them with the razors. I mean, yeah, it would hurt, but I don't know if that would actually stop them. So, yeah, we had these razors, and <laughs> we went downstairs, and so we each had one. And my, I remember that the, the basement door was closed, but all of a sudden it was, like, wide open. And so I give her both of the razors and I grab there's like a long board in my hallway leaning up against the wall and I grab it and I'm like ready I'm ready I'm gonna hit somebody over the head with this like I'm I ain't joking I'm about to hurt somebody you know and all of a sudden my my mom walks in and she, she walks in the door and she's like what are you two doing and we're like we heard somebody honestly I don't even know if this counts as a ghost story but like there was nobody in the house so I counted it as a ghost story because, you know, it could have been a ghost. Either way, it's actually kind of just a funny story that I wanted to throw in here. So that's what that is. Um, <laughs> so there was that. Um, oh, okay. So <laughs> my my mom always said, like, you're not allowed to play with a Ouija board or anything because, like, we don't want ghosts or spirits in our house and I was like okay that's that's understandable you know um because she played with them with my aunt her sister a lot when my mom was young and apparently she had some bad experiences and she didn't want me to you know like have bad experiences with a Ouija board either so she's like okay no Ouija boards and I was just like okay whatever like I understand and then <laughs> Of course, I heard, oh, you can make them out of paper. So, me being me was like, well, obviously, I've got to try that. So, I attempted to make a Ouija board out of paper. It did not work, not in the slightest. And, um, it really just, it wasn't good. Um, but, okay, so at this house, there was Jessica... And Penny, right? And my mom told me this story, right? And remember, Jessica looks like a waitress. Like, she... Not a waitress. Waitress? I don't know. But she looks like she works in a restaurant or something, you know? Like, she knows how to make food, you know? She looks like somebody who knows how to cook. And one day, my mom... She said that there was apparently this nice ghost in our house. And I will said, well, what do you mean? How do you know they're nice? And she said, well... One time I was making apple pie, and I forgot about it, and I didn't turn off the oven or anything, and I thought it was going to burn, but when I came in, the heat was turned down. Nobody was in the house. She went outside and forgot about the pie. So, she's thinking that, like, somebody, some spirit, some nice old spirit, like, turned down the temperature so that the pie didn't burn. 
And this didn't click until recently, actually. I was thinking about it recently when I realized, like, it could have been this, like, it could have been Jessica, you know? She seems like she works with food. It might have been her. I don't really know, but it seems, you know, like that could have been how that happened. Um, yeah. It really didn't click until recently, and I feel kind of dumb for not putting two and two together earlier, but it really, it makes sense that it could have been Jessica. Um, another story that I have, um, so my sister, my little sister, she's like a year and a half younger than me. She, oh, I don't know how she does this. She collects porcelain dolls. So those are like those creepy dolls with the glass faces. You know, the ones who are like, like they have like the painted on faces with like the all the intricate details and stuff. The creepy ones, you know, and they look like old, not old, they don't look old, they look vintage almost, you know, they look like they're wearing old outfits. And you, do you know those dolls? I know those dolls. My sister collects them. And they're terrifying. They scare me so much. And there was a time where me and my sister shared a room. And I couldn't sleep with these dolls. It got to the point where I literally had to start putting like a towel on top of their faces. Or I wouldn't be able to sleep. I was like, they cannot be looking at me when I'm sleeping. I don't like that. Not at all. And, oh, and, oh, okay. One day... My mom is outside in the yard. She was tending to our garden. And me and my sister are inside. And my sister's downstairs in the living room. And she's watching TV. And I'm upstairs. And this is when we shared a room. I'm upstairs. And I look at her collection of dolls. And I notice that one of them is missing. And I'm like, okay, whatever. She probably took one of them somewhere to show one of her friends. Because she does that a lot, you know? She'll bring it to a friend's house to be able to show it to them. Because she's really proud of her collection. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm not thinking much of it. And, you know, I go in there and I change my clothes. And then I go to the bathroom. And I sit down on the toilet. And I'm about to pee. And I notice, like, the shower curtain was closed. But it's kind it's not like transparent, but you can still kind of see through it. And I noticed that there was something like in the bathtub. So I open it and the doll is in there. And I'm like, okay, you know what? Probably a joke. Somebody's trying to scare me, you know, it's just a prank. I don't think much of it. I put it back in its spot, back on her dresser, you know, I like I finished going to the bathroom, put it back in the spot on the dresser. Then like, later that day, I head outside and I'm bringing some, like, trash to, like, out to the bin. Or, no, I'm, like, okay, there's, like, a curb right in front of my house. Not right in front of my house, but, like, not too far from my house. And I put, like, I was bringing the garbage out the bin was out there, and I was just bringing a bag out, you know, so that when the garbage comes, like, the garbage truck comes to pick it up, you know, like, it takes all of the garbage. And as I'm on my way back in, so 
okay, when you're walking into that house, there's like a path, and then there's the door, and the window on top, like the floor, the second floor, the window on top, it's my room, like our shared room. And I see the doll, like the same one from the bathroom, and it's facing out the window, looking like right at me. So I run inside and I'm like, okay, Chloe, my sister, that's her name. I'm like, Chloe, what are you doing? Like, are you trying to scare me? Are you trying to give me a heart attack? And she's, she's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, okay, you keep like putting the doll in places to scare me. And she's like, what doll? And I'm like, your porcelain doll. And she's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. So I bring her upstairs, and I'm going to show her that the doll is right by the window. But when I go up there, it isn't by the window. And it's not in its spot on the dresser where I put it either. I go up there, and I'm like, okay, I don't know where it went. She's like, did you touch it? And I'm like, no. And she's like, okay, well, do you know where it is? And I'm like, no, I have no idea. She goes back downstairs to finish her TV, and I decide to join her, because I'm like, okay, you know what, I need the comfort of another human being. I'm not sitting alone to endure this any longer. It's too scary for me. And, you know, we're sitting there watching TV when, like, the hairs on the back of my neck, you know, like, like people say, like, oh, if there's ever a ghost, the hairs on your arm and the hair on the back of your neck, they'll, they'll stand up, right? The hair on the back of my neck stood up, but I was like, okay, maybe it's just cold. So I turn around, because the fan was behind behind where we were sitting, and I turn around to turn off the fan, and the doll is sitting right beside the fan. I told her, I'm like, get rid of this doll, and she's like, no. And I don't even know what happened to it, but I don't think she has it anymore. I don't know if she does. But it literally, it got to the point where that specific doll, I started putting it in, so we have like a closet in our hallway, I started putting it in that closet before I went to bed, because I was like, I'm not sleeping with that doll in the same room. And yeah, it was so, so scary. And to this day, I still hate porcelain dolls. They are genuinely terrifying, and I I just don't like them. And I don't see why somebody would want them. They're creepy glass dolls that give people nightmares and possess people. They're not good. Why would somebody want them? I don't understand. So, yeah, that's that story. Um, I, I feel like I've said a lot about scary ghost stuff and, like, if whoever this is, like, if you're listening, thank you for staying this long, but, like, if you're listening to this, like, I don't want you to be scared when you're done watching this, so we're gonna kind of lighten the mood a little bit. Uh, I'm gonna talk about horoscopes a little bit and, like, zodiac signs. I don't know if those are the same thing. Like, I don't know. Um, so my zodiac sign is a Capricorn. Um, I've never really looked into what it means. I don't really want to. Because, like, I feel like it's going to say things. And, 
like I'm going to be in denial about them, but then I'm going to realize it's true, you know? That happened with my, was it my mom? I think it was my mom. Like, her thing said that she was, like, you know, I don't even really remember. I think it said that she was, like, stubborn or whatever. She was like, no, I'm not. And then, yeah. So, I don't know what a Capricorn is. Somebody wants to tell me what a Capricorn is, go ahead. But, like, I'm not doing that research. I'm too lazy. Actually, I might do it later. I don't know. I don't really, I don't know. I, I like the idea, you know? Like, you know, moon, stars, and stuff, they align when you're born a specific way. So, like, maybe that affects how you're born or whatever. But, like, that... You know, that could be true. But when it gets to the point where it's like, oh, well, this sign and this sign, only they can date. Like, this sign can't date this sign. It's like, okay, you're, the day that you were born can't doesn't determine who your friends are or who you're dating, you know? Like, geez. Ugh, it's so annoying. It's so annoying. It's like, you are what you are, you are who you are, deal with it, <laughs> you know, like, don't, don't let some, like, literally, like, all horoscopes are, in my opinion, is probably just people trying to, you know, like, trying to make a living by telling people, oh, you were born and the stars were aligned like this, so, uh, now, you must act like this, and you must date this person. Like, that's a bunch of bullcrap. That is... No, why? It's... I don't understand horoscopes. Like, it, it's, it's you know, it's cool. You can... It's just one more label. You know? But... I don't know. The whole, like, you can only date certain people because of your zodiac sign. I, I don't like that. I don't like that idea at all. And... Like, it's, I've never been too much of a spiritual or, like, religious person, you know? But, like, I, I do believe, okay, I, that's weird. I, I don't know how to put this into words. I don't, like, believe in something specific being superior over us, like a god or whatever. I don't believe in something specific, but you know, I think, like I said earlier, I think it would be, you know, naive of us to genuinely think that there wasn't, you know, you have to at least be open to the possibility, Poss possibility, wow, I can't talk, um, <laughs> and, you know, the, the same kind of goes with zodiac signs, I guess, you know, like, it's not, it would be, it would be, you know, not smart of us to just assume that the day we were born has nothing to do with it. But it would also be not too smart to assume that it has everything to do with us. And it controls us. And it def defines who we are as a person. You know, you can kind of, you, you can choose who you are as a person. You shouldn't let, like, a moon, like, thousands of miles away determine that. You know, like, it, it you define who you are and who you can be with not the moon not you know balls of gas burning 
billions of miles away, you know, like you do. And I've always, I've, I've never understood people who, like, live by their horoscopes. I mean, don't get me wrong, everybody is free to do what they want to do. But the minute that they're like, oh, like, like somebody would ask them out and be like, so, like, want to go out sometime or whatever? And they'd be like, well, it depends. <laughs> what zodiac sign are you? It's like, why is that relevant? Why? I don't understand. But, I mean, everybody can live how they want to live. So that's not me dissing them. It's just me, it's like, it's not me dissing these people. It's just me saying that I don't understand. And I don't think I would ever, you know, try to live like that. But it is it is a lifestyle, and people do live like that. So, you know, you've got to be open-minded, I guess. You know, you just kind of got to be accepting that people are different. And, you know, I think that is, you know, an important important lesson and people need to learn that you know like people are just different and and it, it's it's as much the stars and stuff don't define who you are so much as other people you know you define who you are not other people sorry i don't know if you heard that noise but i did so i'm just saying sorry if you heard it um you define like I feel like this has turned into like a whole empowerment thing but it's really not this is just me saying like you define who you are not other people you know so yeah <laughs> anyway uh this was emerald in the rough uh I uh I hope you enjoyed I will uh talk to you again sometime soon there's not really a schedule on these i just kind of do them whenever i feel like it and then you know if i don't feel like it i don't do it if i do feel like it i do <laughs> uh bye